Motherhood. Those early days were hard and magical. Mabel was a screamer and I struggled. But then I also felt like I had it down. It's weird. Motherhood can bring so many parallels. It's like you can feel fear and love at exactly the same time, in control and totally out of control, like a hero and a victim simultaneously. I can't explain it. While there were moments of peaceful bliss, watching her feed, the little noises, the smells, so cute, or watching her sleep peacefully and wanting to kiss her over and over and over again until she woke up, but also really wanting her to sleep more. I felt like I was living one big dichotomy, constantly torn between things. I was also very aware that this would likely be my first and last child, so I was very alert to the fact that this time would pass so quickly and at some point I'd desperately want to go back. But as that was never going to be a possibility, I'd do my best to be present sometimes with more success than others. When Mabel was born, there was a whooping cough breakout. That scared the fucking life out of me, so I made sure anyone who came within feet of my precious baby girl was in perfect health and no small children. It might sound totally overreactive, but my baby, my choice. Plus, I was recovering from a C-section, so I wasn't really up for catering to guests. A few people dropped by, but mostly it was Mabel and my mum. For some reason, I thought I'd be inundated with meals and there'd be an endless stream of guests. But I guess I'd kind of put the kibosh on that. My strict rules probably pushed a few people away. And part of the disadvantage of looking like a capable human being is that no one really thinks you need help. If I'm honest, I was never really open to help. I was never really open to others' well-intended advice either. Mostly I'd shut it down. No thanks, I'm good, I've got it covered. Sometimes I even believed that myself. Asking for help or asking for what I need in general has always been quite hard for me. Maybe I felt like it was a sign of weakness. I know I've always been a bit afraid of getting it wrong, coming off like a dickhead, you know? Motherhood was really no different. I needed help. I just couldn't admit it to myself. I mean, I loved Mabel. I loved everything about her and I loved motherhood, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't the romantic idea I'd had in my head, you know, brunch meetups with other hot mums, sitting around the lounge room drinking tea and eating cake while dropping the baby weight because we're all breastfeeding as we watch our babies lie on the floor together, cute pics of babies who were born together and will be friends for the rest of their lives, mums who got me and we'd laugh and joke and drink wine and be cool as fuck. I had none of that. Just me with a baby who would scream in the car so I'd do my best to avoid leaving the house. Just me and a baby who never fucking slept. I felt like a bit of a prisoner stuck at home, all alone, again. Just before my mum left to go back to Melbourne, she'd been staying with me until I got the all clear to drive after the surgery, she convinced me to join a local mother's group. Now by this stage, my social anxiety had reached new heights. Part of me knew I was heading straight back into depression, but part of me vehemently denied it could be possible. The anxiety was debilitating, and it made making new friends pretty much impossible, but I promised mum I'd give it a go. The second I pulled up in the car outside, I could hear the mum's group. As I approached the big square room, I saw 25 to 30 mums happily chatting, some standing up bouncing babies around on their chests as they laughed, some sitting in a circle with their babies all cosily wrapped in their muslin, deep in conversation, and me, socially awkward, hideously anxious, sleep-deprived me. I awkwardly wheeled the stroller into the corner and pretended I was busy doing things. 
It wasn't the last time I went to one of those mother's group meetings and I so desperately wanted to belong, but I didn't. I felt like an outcast. Like they were this big group of people who'd known each other all of their lives. Okay, so maybe not all of their lives, but most of them had been in their prenatal class together. So they seemed to all know each other well enough, but I didn't give up. Many of these girls got together on an almost daily basis. It was like they were living the mother life that I'd imagined. Coffee dates, walking, lazing around the lake with picnic baskets. I tried to fit in. I'd come along to a few when Mabel slept and I could get some work done. But mostly I felt like I was a bit of a joke to them. I couldn't connect with most of them and I felt like I was going to cry anytime any of them said boo to me. The thing was that I wanted the romantic mother life, but I was working around a baby who slept no more than 45 minutes consecutively at night and no more than 20 minutes in the day around a business. So to say I was attached to her sleep routine was an understatement. I barely left the house. If she fell asleep in the car, there was my window of opportunity to work gone. She wouldn't transfer. And if she woke, that was it. No sleep. I spent so many hours just trying to get her to fucking sleep. Some days I'd walk around the house with her in the stroller, a muslin over the top saying in a deep hypnotic voice, toes relax, soles of the feet relax, ankles relax, you get the picture. Sometimes I'd be crying as I walked around the neighbourhood wishing her to sleep. They say sleep deprivation is a form of torture, and they are right. I couldn't think straight. I felt like I needed toothpicks permanently placed between my cheeks and eyebrows just to keep my eyes open. I was a nervous wreck. I didn't think motherhood would be so fucking hard and equally so fucking magical. Most of my life I've lived with some form of resentment. Resentment that my brother got a bigger slice of the cake. Resentment that I wasn't picked first for a team. Resentment when someone else was recognised for a project when I had done the work. Resentment that no one ever made big sweeping gestures to get my attention. Resentment towards the people who got pregnant. Resentment when I'd invite people somewhere and they'd be a no-show. Resentment that I started this co-working space, invested more money than I had, and then nobody came to my rescue. Resentment that only one friend came to visit me at the hospital when Mabel was born. Resentment that I didn't arrive home to a freezer full of cooked meals. Just a lot of resentment. I took things personally, but I also never really communicated what I wanted or needed. I just expected people would know when something was important to me. As Mabel's first birthday approached, I decided to throw a party. It was more for me, really. I was fucking exhausted, and I wanted to celebrate us making it out of this first year alive. At the time, we were pretty cash-strapped, but I wanted to have a great party. And while I'm not usually one to keep up with the Joneses, I'd been to some pretty spectacular first birthdays from the women in my mother's group. With my anxiety at an all-time high and mild depression lurking beneath the surface, I couldn't be the only mum to have a pathetic first birthday. So I did the best I could with what I had, paid for a huge cake to make sure there was enough for the 70-odd people we'd invited, bought a few cases of beer, a dozen bottles of bubbly, and food for days. The day of the party arrived, I'd even bought a new outfit and I was feeling good, except that overnight a cyclone hit. I'm talking half a metre of rain overnight, and it showed no signs of stopping. The roads started to close. People started to pull out. Resentment started to build. One fucking day. Seriously? One fucking day to celebrate what has been one of the hardest years of my life, and there's a fucking cyclone? 
My phone started exploding. Sorry, guys, it's too wet. Sorry, Carl's Ross Lane is closed and we can't get down there. We won't make it. Sorry, have a great party. Each text felt like it was an arrow through my heart. And I know how fucking ridiculous this all sounds. I mean, uh, get over yourself, Carly. There's a cyclone. It's not everyone else's fault. It's just a cyclone. And yeah, that's true. But it just all felt so personal, like one big universal cruel joke. I was ready to have a day where everyone celebrated Mabel's first year and was so heartbreakingly disappointed that it wasn't turning out the way I'd planned. In the end, 10 people showed up. I found it hard to be happy. And while I did my best to put on a brave face, inside I was crying. A couple of months later, I'd reached breaking point with the whole no sleep thing. I still hadn't managed more than 45 minutes in over a year. I couldn't go on like this. Something had to give. It was the cause of so much stress in my relationship with Miko, and I had some very dark times in the wee hours of the morning with Mabel. Miko took charge. He insisted Mabel went into her own room. He couldn't watch me continue on like this. We'd been co-sleeping most of Mabel's life, not because it was a conscious choice, but because I just couldn't get up every 45 minutes to feed her back to sleep. Miko was banished to the spare room and he'd had a gutful. It was time for mission sleep through the night. My whole issue that entire first year was that I'd read so many fucking blog posts on how crying it out was inhuman and damaging that I carried immense guilt about allowing Mabel to cry out during the night. That first night with Mabel in her room, she slept from 7pm till 2am. I heard her crying and went to get her out of bed. Miko told me to give her just a minute. Go to the toilet, and if she's still crying when I'd finished, I could go and get her. I nervously took a wee. And just as I was walking to the bedroom door, silence. We turned on the monitor, and she was fast asleep. That night, I had a wonderful, mostly uninterrupted night's sleep. I woke up feeling like a new woman. I could think. I could breathe. The world suddenly seemed like it was in marvellous technicolour. The possibilities. Oh, the places I could go on a few good nights' rest.